Hi, I'm Alicia Atchison. I'm vegan, an animal lover, and animal rights activist. Many people say that becoming vegan is one of the best decisions they have made in life. I'm here to share my guest stories on their choice to live a kind life and what it means for them to be vegan. Welcome to A Kind Life. Today I'm joined with Kelly Dinham. How are you going, Kelly? Good, thanks. How are you? Yes, so good. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited to have you on. A few weeks ago, I was able to feature Pam from Edgar's Mission and um, it just happened to be, it was funny actually, I followed you on social media for a little while and then your name popped up in one of the emails that I was going backwards and forwards with and I thought, oh, perfect opportunity. I'm going to ask if you'd like to come on the podcast. So thank you for saying yes. Oh, thank you for having me. I think you had Richard on as well as Pam not that long ago too. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone was super inspired by Tricky. Like I think just because it's such a different story. So it's great to hear everyone's personal journey. So really excited to share yours. Tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone who doesn't know you. Uh, so my name is Kelly. I am 35 years old. I live in Lancefield, Victoria. I've been vegan for 13 years and I work full-time at Edgar's Mission, so a sanctuary for farmed animals. I love um, on your profile you call yourself the sheep cuddler. I wish I had that title. I should have thought of that myself. (laughs) I don't just cuddle sheep all the time, but that would be an amazing job to have. (laughs) I know. I wish that was a profession because I would definitely be lining up. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So I guess like, so being vegan 13 years, now tell us about that part of your story. How did you go vegan? I went vegan in 2009, just after I gave birth to my daughter. And I think I went vegan for a number of reasons, but it all kind of came together at the same time. So I'd always loved animals, but wanted to raise Isabel to love animals also and thought I couldn't raise her to love animals if I was still consuming them. And then I'd also happened to watch, I think it was just on YouTube, Meet Your Meat, one of those um, animal cruelty footage exposés. I watched that and I think um, an Animals Australia expose on horse racing and then it all kind of came together. I was also breastfeeding my daughter at the same time. And I was like, I couldn't imagine having, you know, what cows go through, having their calves taken away from them. Imagine that was me with my daughter. And it just all, all came together at the same point. I was like, I have to stop eating animals and kind of, yeah, went from there. And so had you been like vegetarian or anything before that point, or you literally just went vegan pretty much instantly? I thought about going vegetarian while I was pregnant, but then really didn't know a lot about it um, and certainly not something to change while I was pregnant. Even, even though it's completely healthy to be vegan while you're pregnant, I didn't know anything about it. So made that decision, I think, just a few months after Isabel was born and went vegetarian first and then pretty much vegan a couple of months later. Yeah. Oh, hello. We've got someone walking into oh, the screen. Oh, this is Evie. <laughs> Hi, Evie. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I love when animals feature in people's videos. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> well, there might be a few. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm sure you've got a bit of a menagerie there, do you? Yeah, we've got a few cats and dogs um, here. <laughs> are they all rescues? Yes, they are. This is Evie. Um, so I've had her for a few years, but she's actually, she actually came from a piggery. She was a rescue from a piggery. Um, someone was investigating animal cruelty there and she was a feral cat that lived on the piggery and um, was pregnant at the time and needed some food. So followed um, the person that was investigating the cruelty out. Um, and yeah, and then 
she ended up here and she <laughs> and now she's the star of the show now she wants to be on the camera <laughs> might become Evie's podcast not yours <laughs> but after going vegan you know when did you then decide to I suppose get active for animals I think it wasn't too long after I went vegan I wanted to be able to help more and started volunteering with it was just a small band jumps racing group in Adelaide, um, South Australia, and um, Coalition for the Protection of Racehorses here in Victoria. So they'd come over to South Australia for um, the jumps races and I would help out with taking photos of the jumps races. They needed extra volunteers to help out with that. And then at the same time, so my family also kind of went vegan all around the same time as well. And working closely with my mum we found it hard finding a lot of vegan products in Adelaide um it wasn't as easy as Victoria or certainly nowadays um so we started an online vegan store uh together and worked on that for a few years before opening a shop front and then started our own small sanctuary for farmed animals in South Australia as well so did that for close to a decade um, before then applying for the job at Edgar's Mission and moving over to Victoria about five years ago. Yeah, wow. And so does that sanctuary still exist in South Australia? Yeah, it's Freedom Hill Sanctuary in South Australia. Amazing. Yeah, I follow those guys on Instagram as well. And is oh. that, that's a fit like a, I suppose, not quite as big a sanctuary as Edgar's Mission. Is that right? No, yeah, a lot smaller. And yeah, but my mum's still there um, now. I'm guessing you would have got a lot of experience then, you know, before going to Edgar's, having been part of a sanctuary in terms of, you know, animal care and what's involved in running a sanctuary. I think so. Um, but uh, my role at Edgar's Mission now is not based on animal care. Um, there are a lot of people that know way more about that than I do. Um, so I work mostly with the social media and merchandise and taking tours on weekends as well. And so was that your reason for moving to Victoria? Yes. I think I had worked with family for long enough and wanted to do something different <laughs> and saw the job online just on Facebook. It popped up one day and thought about applying and I was like, oh, I'll never get it, I'll, um, but I'll just give it a go anyway. And then applied and got an interview and then got the job and moved over all within the space of two weeks. So brought Isabel and all the animals over um, and, yeah, moved to Kyneton in Victoria. And, yeah, it's just been perfect since then. It's such an amazing place to work at and an incredible area to live in as well. Um, and it's where I also fell in love with my husband. So <laughs> there's that too. And that is something I did want to ask <laughs> as part of your story. I was guessing that you might have met Kyle there. So tell us that story, that little love story. Uh, I met Kyle when I took a tour at Edgar's Mission, the previous sanctuary site, I think must be close to like nine or 10 years ago now. Um, so he took a tour and there's actually a photo of us together um, on the day that I took a tour, but obviously that was the first time we met. He was just the tour guide. Um, and then because we had the sanctuary and vegan shop in Adelaide, we'd kind of see each other at all these different vegan festivals over the next few years. So we'd say hi and catch up then. So we kind of knew each other. Um, but then obviously working closer together, got to know each other a lot more. And then um, it led to, well, we got married in February this year. So 
I love that. I did um, notice that I thought it was the cutest thing. And I do want to talk about your wedding, like as much as yeah. you're happy to share. So yeah. it's always part of the plan to have like a beautiful wedding, including um, at being part of an Acres mission. Yes, I think we wanted to both include um, places that were important to us. I mean, Kyle has been working at Edgar's Mission for, I think, just over 12 years now. He was their first staff member. So um, incredibly important place to him as well. Um, and also Mount Macedon, uh, where we go hiking on the weekend. So we had like a little elopement ceremony at Mount Macedon with a few close friends and Isabel and our dogs um, and then had kind of just dinner at Edgar's Mission and photos there as well with some of the animals. Lots it of was, sheep. It was so gorgeous. Like I highly <laughs> recommend people check out your social media because there's some absolutely incredible photos of you guys, like almost like unimaginable with you, you know, in a beautiful wedding dress with sheep and, yeah, just lots of cuddles and, yeah, so gorgeous. It was must have been such a special moment. Uh, the photographers did an amazing job. So they're a lovely vegan couple as well. And they run Be Here, Be Now photos and film. So if you check them out on Instagram or if you're getting married, um, I highly recommend them also. Um, Evie's in the way again. Um, yeah, it just ended up being the most perfect day, everything we'd hoped for and, yeah, planned it could be. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And you actually, you do a lot of photography yourself, don't you? Yes trying to improve but yeah um I love taking photos of all the animals at work and is that you know I guess that's what I was intrigued to know is that part of your job or is that just a bit of a perk uh that is part of my job but I also like to go there um in free time as well if there's like a beautiful sunrise or sunset and we're so close to work we're like five minutes away so I can drive in um it's just really relaxing to be out there and watch the animals enjoying their lives um just doing their own thing in such a beautiful place um and yeah I think I'm just incredibly grateful I get to work there and it's um yeah it can be part of my job is photography was that always a passion of yours or is it something you started since being at Edgar's um I started I think first when they needed volunteers to help take photos of the horses on, on jumps races um and I was like, oh, okay, this is a really great way to be able to show people what happens, you know, that aren't there to see the horses falling or the injuries or the deaths on the racetrack. Um, and then it kind of just went from there when we when we had the um, sanctuary as well, just taking photos of the rescued animals there and sharing them on social media. And then just over the years, I've just tried to improve um, as time has gone on. Um, yeah, and uh, Kyle takes photos as well. So it's something... I guess, yeah, a shared interest we're both passionate about. Yeah. And I do love that, you know, a lot of the, I'm assuming a lot of the photos that you take are the ones that also get used in Edgar's mission, but I see them get shared more widely through, you know, like like global uh, vegan pages, which is incredible because it shows the special moments, you know, you're having with the sheep or with different animals. <laughs> are they the ones with the doctor? The Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Tell, tell. I mean, I know you're not meant to have favorites, Kelly, but do we have any favorites? And do you want to share any of their stories? <laughs> okay. I don't have it. Like, I don't have any favorites. I love everybody, but there are a few animals that I have stronger friendships with than others, and the doctor is one. Um, 
there's a few sheep. Uh, <laughs> so the doctor is one and he, I don't know if you've seen his rescue video before, but he came to Eddie's mission three years ago. He was just running um, in kind of bushland area, the back of someone's property. And I think he got back from a farm and had never been shorn um, and he hadn't been frustrated. And we got notified about him and went out um, with Pam and the rest of the team to rescue him. It was like a hot summer day. So he would have been, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the video, but he, so he was running around and we were able to catch him. Uh, we do have a video of the, of the team catching him and brought him back to the sanctuary where he was shorn. 21 kilos of extra wool came off of him um, and he didn't love people. He was quite scared. Um, I guess he didn't know love and kindness from humans and it's been incredible to be able to watch him kind of, warm up to people over the past few years. And it was actually one day I was taking photos in the paddock with the sheep one morning and he just came over for a cuddle. So he started the friendship and then um, it's kind of just gone from there. So now we're quite good friends and I might walk down to see him on my lunch break or after work and give him a massage and see how he's going. Sometimes he's busy and he's doing his own thing and doesn't want to say hi, but there's sometimes, yeah, he comes in, as you've seen in the videos, for a nice cuddle. <laughs> yeah, he's very smoochy. You can tell he uh, loves the affection. And he started doing this thing where I think I give him a lot of kisses, but he'll give me a like, kiss on my cheek as well with his nose. It's so sweet. <laughs> oh, what a sweetheart. And um, is there any <laughs> other parts of, I suppose, of Edgar's mission that you would like to share? Like it's pretty incredible to be able to be employed there. Even, you know, do you have any advice for anyone that might be hoping to work at a sanctuary one day? I think there's actually some positions available now at Edgar's Mission. So you can jump onto the website and see any job openings. Um, but it's just such an incredible place to work at. I think Richard was saying something something similar to his podcast um, a few weeks ago, just being surrounded by a team of like-minded individuals working towards the same goal of creating a kind of world for farmed animals. Um, and there's such a feeling of hope there as well. I think we get being vegan or an animal activist you see so many bad things happen to animals and the cruelty footage it can be quite overwhelming oh Evie's just jumped in again <laughs> um so to be able to see be at Edgar's mission and see the incredible work that everyone's doing rescuing these farmed animals and kind of advocating for them and for a kinder world mm -hmm. um it's just really heartwarming I don't know if you've seen there's a cow rainbow that was recently rescued we shared her video a few days ago mm -hmm. yeah so you can kind of see her journey and how far she's come in I think it was 27 days or just after a um close to a month she was found in a paddock unable to walk around in really bad condition and everyone kind of came together and has been working around the clock to help her get back on her legs and um it was just last week she took her first steps outside and we shared a video of that of a couple of days ago. So if you have time, please check that out and see um, see how she's doing. She's so beautiful. And yeah. I think, yeah, it's just so heartwarming and uplifting and you get such a feeling of hope being there as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, yeah, I love, I did say that to Pam in her interview that, you know, I love the the content and the way that you guys share individuals like animal stories, because it's so beautiful to understand like where they've come from and, you know, their story and then how they're going now. It's such, like you said, it's so heartwarming when sometimes we only see so much negativity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
And so in your profile as well, I had seen that, you know, at times you've been involved with like wildlife, looks like maybe wildlife rescue or like at certain sanctuaries with kangaroos and things. So is that still something you're involved in? We were volunteering at Five Freedoms Animal Rescue. They're just outside of Trentham. Um, so they do incredible work as well. So also check them out. Um, but we, um, that was during lockdown and we were going out every Sunday. Um, but Kyle hurt his back, so we can't actually go out and be as hands-on as much as we wanted to before. But, yeah, hope to head out there again soon and help out. Yeah. I'm guessing over the years, having been vegan for so many years, there's been lots of different things that you would have been involved in. You know, you mentioned like dumps racing and the sanctuary, but is there anything else that you wanted to mention that we might have missed, you know, in terms of like activism or spreading the vegan message? Now I think I'm mostly just involved in, yeah, full-time work at Edgar's Mission and then just using my own social media to uh, change the way people view farmed animals. Um, so it is a lot of videos of the doctor, but um, <laughs> I think that's even a good thing because it just helps um, create a connection between people and the sheep when they can't be at the sanctuary themselves. Mm -hmm. And even just simple things like I never realized sheep enjoyed massages or things like that. Or like mm -hmm. uh, you, some commentary like, oh, if I see another video like this, I might just have to stop eating animals. And you're like, yes, that's amazing. So that's just what I'm currently working on now. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. And do you have, I know you mentioned you have some uh, rescue cats and dogs, but do you have any farmed animals yourselves? No, we're just on like a normal house block here in Lansfield. So we have nine cats and four dogs and they keep us pretty busy. But hopefully one day, yeah, I'd like to be able to have a little bit of land to have uh, some rescued animals. But, I mean, we can see them every day at work also. Exactly. Yeah, so you're pretty lucky. <laughs> That's yeah, a lot of people's lucky. dreams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And before we finish up, Kelly, is there anything that we might have missed that you did want to mention, like any advice or anything that's been part of your journey? Um, any advice? Um, I think everybody's different, but I guess like I was saying before, when we're confronted with the animal cruelty footage quite a lot, it can become a bit overwhelming and you can feel like we're not getting anywhere. Um, so things that I found helpful is to kind of create my social media feed so it's filled with more happy rescue stories from sanctuaries than animal cruelty footage um I definitely think animal cruelty footage is important and something we do need to share and, and create awareness about um so we can best advocate for animals but not something we need to be continually seeing every morning when we wake up so I think maybe limiting that and setting aside time if you do want to view those. So just we're not confronted by it every day. I just, I, well, I personally find that quite helpful. I know if you, if you wake up in the morning and you see something awful on Instagram or some horrible animal slaughter footage, it can kind of make you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Um, whereas if we can just, yeah, maybe follow more sanctuaries and follow more accounts with sheep massage videos or whatever. Um, yeah, I think that can be quite helpful and what else um maybe just being kinder to ourselves as well um I think there was a time when I was like all of my free time should be spent working towards 
making the world vegan or creating a kind of place for animals. But I think as I've got older, you need to realize maybe taking some time out for yourself as well. So being kind to yourself, even if it's just something, you know, once a week going hiking or something on your own, um, just having a little recharge so you can be the best version of yourself to help the animals. Yeah, I think that's really important. And sometimes we overlook that, but eventually I think it does catch up with us. And that's something I've sort of found recently is that, you know, you become a little bit overwhelmed by doing all those things for the animals when sometimes, like you said, we need to also be kind to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so what's the best way for people to check out your Instagrams? I know you've got two. So do you want to tell us what they are? Um, so firstly, follow Edgar's Mission on Instagram and see the incredible work that you're doing. Um, and then also, if you'd like extra videos of the doctor, you can head to my Instagram. Um, and then I have a TikTok as well, but that's mostly cat related content. Um, but if you like cats, head to that also. <laughs> Cool. I'll pop all of those in the show notes so that people can jump across and have a look. And I highly recommend, like I said, to check out the wedding photos because they are just incredible. It really captured, like, I think because it's so unusual. Do you know what I mean? Like we always see these beautiful videos of people with like animals, like rescue animals, but seeing them on a wedding day was just so special. So. Oh, awesome. Thank you. (laughs) And do you have a favorite quote that you would like to share to end the episode? uh that would have to be the edgar's mission one of course so (laughs) it's the way we end (laughs) the tours at the sanctuary as well so if we could live happy and healthy lives without us, why wouldn't we yeah i guess if i had to put my money on it i would have said that might have been your favorite quote (laughs) it's definitely consistent (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much kelly really appreciate you jumping on and us catching up so thank you so much and i look forward to seeing more sheep paddling so keep it up (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. I would love to hear from you if you've been inspired by this episode or if you have any requests for future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at a kind life. Remember, be kind to your body, kind to animals and kind to our planet. Take care. Mm-hmm.